The best part of waking up is doom scrolling ketchup. Four-year-old niece asked if I was also a grandpa. Running late. We'll finish yogurt and shower. In other news I just fell trying to get onto the elliptical. Two hours into this road trip and my husband is doing bad Seinfeld impressions. Is this hell? Welcome to Tweet Victory, with hosts at Annie underscore Berglund and at CWC Radio. Welcome to Tweet Victory, I am at CWC Radio and I am joined as always by... At Annie underscore Berglund. Annie, I am going to set the timer for five minutes. Let's jump right into the tweet of the week. This is one which gave me like truly a great deal of joy at first blush. And then the more I thought about it, the more interested I became in this. So uh, it's a very simple tweet from July 22nd. Uh, the, the text just says my vision board. And then there is a picture of, uh, of what appears to be a very large bucket. This seems like a like a product photo because it's on like an infinite white background, maybe a photoshopped out background, uh, a white bucket, big white bucket that has a label on it and a picture that says macaroni and cheese. Um, but like, like a big, like industrial painter's bucket of mac and cheese. Yes, where does this, like, where'd you get this picture from? I don't even know. It's been on my phone for so long, you know, like, I, man, I just, I have like thousands of photos that I've just screenshotted and it's on my phone. And this is one of them, the macaroni and cheese so, gallon or like three gallon. Oh well, okay. Let's, let's dig into what we can see here. So the only words I can clearly read are macaroni and cheese, but yep. then there's a big number printed there that says 180. And I'm going to guess that's 180 servings. <gasps> yeah, probably. Right. I was yeah, trying to, I would out think what so. Would be. Yeah. Cause like a serving is maybe, um, half a cup. Yeah. Guessing. So like that could be 90. Cu- like, it is a, like when I say, I don't mean like a, like a bucket of like a gallon of paint. I mean like the big painter buckets. If you go to ACE hardware and get like the yes. big construction site buckets, industrial um, sized Mac and cheese. Yeah. So there's so many things that I think about with this, like, uh, I mean, it makes me think about Costco shopping. I'm sure Costco doesn't even sell, you know, 180 <laughs> servings of mac and cheese in a big plastic bucket. Because, like, to cook this, presumably you sort of scoop it out with an ice cream scooper, plop it Ugh. into a tray and bake it? It just doesn't sound good. I mean, like, it looks good, and in theory, it seems great. I bet it is good. I mean, if you can take off your vegan goggles and remember mac and cheese, like, did you like mac and cheese when you were... Oh, yes. And I suppose, like, adding it to things, oh, like a mac and cheese burger, like, again, I'm a vegan, but that sounds delicious. Or, like, if you could just take a bunch of uh, hot sauce and just, like, pour it in there. Oh, now we're talking. Mix the hot sauce in there, like, yes, please. Right? Right. No. And so, so I actually think it probably, like, if you can get over the bucket that it is in, it's probably pretty good. And I'm, I'm a big, I'm a sucker for like, like a baked mac and cheese. I'm also, mm-hmm. this is the, the kind of, maybe this is trashy of me, but that, but I'll, I'll admit to it. Like, I love to go to like a grocery store deli where they have like the hot food and get like the, the serving of mac and cheese there. It's yes. not good. Like it's not, cause it's not like good cheese in there. Like it's kind of a processed cheese. It's mm. a little too smooth, but like, I'm kind of a sucker for that. Um, in yeah. the same way I like hostess cherry pies. I like, like deli mac and cheese. So this, I'm guessing this has that sort of 
industrial produced um, yeah. volume taste to it. Like a Boston market, like when you go in and you just get the yeah. But that seems more cheese. upscale. That's I'm, true. Like I'm thinking like yeah, like Cub Foods, foods. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where there's maybe it's maybe like a little crusty on top because it's been sitting there but like i'm here for that too my my worry would be that if you were to take this tub and flip it over would it all still be tub shaped when yes. it comes out what well, first yeah and then you'd oh. have to like see that i can't do <laughs> I can't. but that's just that's just how like like uh uh liquidy solids in a in a container like any like okay. lots of things will do that of course it's that but but then once you like mix it around it just becomes mac and cheese here's okay here's where i think i can't do that anymore so my favorite i mean you know i'm not really into thanksgiving there's not a ton i can eat at a thanksgiving meal but my favorite thing to eat at thanksgiving and has been since i was a small child is the canned cranberries mm -hmm. Where you take it out of the can and it's just like a bunch of like cranberry gelatin and it's yep. can shaped. And it yeah, even has the just, little ridges from the can. Yep. Yes. Like it is formed into the can. Like I love that. But there's something about if you take that and then put chunks in it, like macaroni chunks, where it's like, mm, I'm good. I don't need that anymore. Oh, see, I'm here for that. Now, the thing that we keep skating around, because you just said, like, if you were to, like, turn this over and dump it out, would it be the same shape? For one thing, we need to get our heads around 180 servings. <laughs> like, yeah. like, if you if you did do that, what would you do? Would you just do it on, like, your, your kitchen table? Like, you'd need a pretty big surface. You couldn't dump this into a pan. Um, the other thing I thought about here is, let's say, let's say I were to purchase this as Private Citizen Sam Mulberry or mm. Private Citizen at CWC Radio. I just revealed my true identity on the, um, on the mm. show here. Um, if I were to purchase this, I'm presuming this is not a product that can sit uh, this bucket is built to sit in my garage or my basement, um, but this is a perishable good. Yes. Okay. So this either needs to go into a freezer, which who has this kind of freezer space or a fridge who has this kind of fridge space. You would need to take every shelf out of your refrigerator to put this in there. Plus because it's perishable. And this is my thing with any kind of bulk shopping, Costco shopping, um, is this thing is a ticking time bomb. Mm -hmm. Like once you crack the seal on this, I, I assume this is like vacuum sealed in a way where like, yeah, this could sit in your freezer or fridge for a while. But once you crack the seal and you start take that first, let's be honest, I'm not going to have one serving. I'll probably have like, like four or five servings, you know, at once. Yeah. Right. So and let's say, I ha let's say I have five servings. Exactly. And I have to, like, how long does it last once you crack the seal? How quickly do I need to be going through this? My my mom once bought me, I'm a, I'm a huge, uh, one of my, the foods that I disproportionately like is mm -hmm. cottage cheese. I love cottage <gasps> cheese. It's one oh of my, my gosh, absolute favorite too. things. Okay. Me like, too. And, I, like, and I don't know about you, but when I say, I, like, I love cottage cheese, I don't mean like, yeah, that's something I like. Like, like it is one of my absolute favorite foods i will buy yes. the regular containers and that is like like the regular ones that you would like a whole family would eat over the course of a week that could be dinner for me and it and it, yep. i would love it and i would finish it and be like i could go for some more absolutely same okay so my mom once bought me from costco and to her mind and she won't listen to this to her mind this was a gift and it was <laughs> like uh 
uh, I'm trying to show you with my hands, which listeners can't hear. I mean, it was like, uh, I, th- I honestly think it was a gallon and a half or two gallons of cottage cheese, which is like, oh, you love cottage cheese. Let me get you a whole bunch of it. But I looked at that and thought, this feels like an assignment. <laughs> And it's a and it's a time bomb. It's like once I open this, I have to I have to eat this relatively quickly. I'm the only one who's going to be eating this. So like like it like this just this is the problem with with things like Costco and buying in bulk, right? Now this yeah. is like that to the nth degree because we're talking about something that's probably uh ten of those cottage cheese tubs that I thought was a time bomb. This is like a nuclear bomb of macaroni and cheese in yes. your fridge or your basement. Yes. Um, for one of my birthdays, my little brother <laughs> got me a big bag of Costco frozen tortellinis. I feel like I talked about this. I think so. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's really left a mark on me. Very um, p- pivotal moment in my life. But uh, he, so he gives this to me. And with that, it's like, at least you can put it in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Also, it's not like 180 servings, but if it were like, you can keep it in the freezer and just like keep, taking it out but like i don't think that you could put this tub of macaroni and cheese in the freezer and good things would happen to it i think you would have to take this big tub bucket it's a bucket this is not a tub take this bucket you'd have to take every piece of tupperware you have in your house (laughs) fill it with mac and cheese and then seal those up and put those in the freezer individually and then you'd wash the bucket out and then you'd have a bucket to bring to a construction site if you were going to like put up drywall like like that's yeah. that's what you would have like like this this is absurd now I, i'm starting to wonder if this is a real product or if, or if mean, this is a joke it truly seems like the gift that keeps on giving you know bottomless but, macaroni but then you like would have said, a freeze you would have a you would have no tupperware left in your house cuz honestly like we have a lot in our house we could not fit 180 servings of mac and cheese and everything we have. We would be like finding bowls and and like just putting uh like uh uh like saran wrap over it. Yeah. And like our freezer would be full of this individually. This is a nightmare. This is yeah. this thing and is it, actually this be this went from an interesting funny picture to like this has now become a horror movie of someone yeah. whose life is taken over by macaroni and cheese. I feel like this is something that would happen in a dream where you like just keep eating the mac and cheese and it never goes away, right? Like it just mm-hmm. keeps like come like exactly. staying at the same level. Well, and also, um, also like, okay, so I said like I could eat easily five servings of this sure. in one setting, right? So uh, we're talking about uh, what is what is that? That's like sixty servings. Mm, yes. No, that's not right. That is bad Wait. math. That's um. It's not sixty servings. It's uh, oh, no. forty thirty servings. It's thirty servings. There you go. No, thirty five servings somewhere. Uh, there's bad math here. Thirty <laughs> servings is not right. Thirty servings is a hundred and is is would thirty of my yeah. So it it's 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 over thirty. Mm. Um. Uh, it's thirty five. It's thirty five servings. Um. I think I could. <laughs> It's not 35. Okay, stop. I'm, I'm <laughs> done trying to do math in my head. I'm just going to do the math right here. I'm going to pull up a calculator because I'm frustrated by why I can't not, do this. I'm 36. It's you. 36 serving or 36 of like my servings. So if even if I ate, even if I ate that three times a day, that would be 12 days of eating this three times a day. 
I wouldn't like at what point would I never want to eat this again? I'm guessing yeah. like day two. And that's like a full ass meal of macaroni. Like that's not even just a little bit. That's like <laughs> yeah. you take like a yeah. whole bowl of it for every Imagine meal. the look on your face when you got to like the third meal in a day of like, I'm doing this again. And then I'm gonna get up tomorrow and this is gonna be my breakfast <laughs> and my lunch and my supper. This is like I think this yeah. might be cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah, I mean, it would kill the joy of a truly wonderful meal. You know, yeah. like you, you could not. I mean, I don't know. Have there ever been any like foods that you just can't eat anymore because you ate too much of I it? I figured this product out. I figured out why this exists mm. because uh, I have children. Yeah. And there's a point in, especially with very little kids, where they'll eat almost nothing. But almost yes. every little kid eats macaroni and cheese. It's why we talked about this on a previous episode. It's always on the menu. So this is what you buy when you want to get your kids off of macaroni and cheese. This uh. is like this is like trying to get them, yeah, trying to get them um off the addiction is like, yeah, I'm gonna buy this and you're gonna eat this every meal until you don't want to eat macaroni and cheese again. That's too what it is. A, yeah, too much of a good thing. This is see this now it moved from a horror movie to a parental aid. I am on board with this again. Yeah. Yes. I I'm trying to think of things that maybe I need to to weed out of my diet that I should man. <laughs> but then I wonder are there kids who can beat the tub? Who can beat the bucket? Who it's like, uh, you know what? The parents yeah. bought this thinking, I'm going to get this kid off mac and cheese. And that kid just plowed through it and was like, like go kid, get another one. Like the kid in Matilda that eats the chocolate cake. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I do. That scene is another thing that's just ingrained in my head. But yeah, it's like he, he the, in front of the whole assembly. And they were like, we don't think you're going to make it. And he eats the whole thing. And it's a victorious moment. And I feel like there are some kids out there that have the will to do that. Uh, and those kids are the heroes that we need in this world, I think. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Annie, this has been an extremely odd episode. I feel like I've gone on a journey with this with this bucket. Um, we it's learned been, a lot about math. Uh, we learned that we're not good at math in our heads. <laughs> we're not bad either. Like I could find the range. For some reason, I couldn't land on 36. I should have been Sam. able to do that in my head. Sam, you keep saying we. I was just sitting there and being like, sure, it sounds good. Okay, yeah, whatever. Like, you could have told me anything and I would have believed you. You and I are a math team. We do this together. <laughs> that would fail so quick. <laughs> oh. oh, well, cool. All right. Cheese and math are my vision board this year. That's right. Uh, Annie, that is all the time we have uh, for this week. Uh, you sh if you hear my voice, you should be following at Andy underscore Berglund at twitter.com. You should be subscribing to the channel 3900 Podcast Network. Lots of good stuff coming. We're still on our brief vacation hiatus with Video Store. So a few more weeks until we're back with that. But we've been dropping episodes of our new show, The Latchkey Kids, um, which has been very fun. We have a fun... Uh, I I'm interested to see... To, to hear your take on this at some point, because we're talking about um, uh, a culture that predates your life. We're talking about mm -hmm. 1980s culture here. So we're going to be introducing, um, I'm just going to tease our next episode. We're going to be introducing one of your favorite uh, pop culture celebrities before they were doing the things that you would have loved them for. Um, oh, so you wait, need to I guess. You can guess the celebrity, I sure. I won't tell you if you're right, but I want to, I'm going to give you three guesses as to which celebrity are we going to pop in on an early point in their career. Kevin Bacon. Okay, that's one guess. <laughs> uh, I don't have any other guesses. 
You can't think of celebrities you like? <laughs> I'm trying to age them all, and you know I'm really bad at estimating numbers. <laughs> just, just think about think about who are your like apex celebrities Mine? that you love. Yeah, T- Tina Fey. Okay, uh, you got to think a little bit older than that because this uh, is see, Tina Fey's sad. '80s is probably not. Oh my God, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, that would be good. You're closer with Jeff Goldblum than you are with Tina Fey. Okay, and then who was my other one? Kevin Bacon. But yeah, that was wrong. Yeah, think of oh. more iconic, more broadly iconic than Jeff Goldblum. I think I, I think that... you're about to guess it. I think you're about to say the name. Is it a male? It is. Yeah. Oh no, I don't know, Sam. Can you give me a letter? What? Who? Who is a? Who is an iconic movie star that you love? That I love. Yeah. More than Jeff Goldblum. Well, I don't know if you love him more than Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> but 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 he's he's up there for you. And I could be wrong, but I think this is the case. It's a very weird thing to do at the end of this podcast. Yeah, no, I love it though. <laughs> I want this to give. Okay, 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 okay. Can you give me any other hints? Um. This person has won the top award in their field more than once. Is it Tom Hanks? It is. Oh, yes. I do love Tom Hanks. Yeah. I love him in different ways that I love Jeff Goldblum. Right, right, right. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We, we're, we're on record. If you go back to very early episodes of this podcast, we talk about why Jeff Goldblum is loved. <laughs> yes, we do. I don't know whether we've done our detail. definitive Tom Hanks episode yet, but... But yes, we're gonna, we're going to be looking in at a, a very early uh, early part of Tom Hanks's career. Oh, I'm so excited! And this so, is coming out next week. This is coming out next week. Yes, so right. be listening to Latchkey Kids for that. Uh, if you're a child of the '80s, I think you'll love it. If you're a child of a child of the '80s, you can something you can talk to your parents about. So. Um, <laughs> You should be subscribing to the channel 3900 Podcast Network, following at Annie underscore Berlin at twitter.com. And we will be back next week with another episode of Tweet Victory. See you then. Follow us at Annie underscore Berglund and or at CWC Radio. Mm-hmm.